Greetings and welcome to the second episode of Archetype Your Reality. I am Huge Archetype, your host, and this episode is called Cultivation and Fertilization. And what a beautiful topic to bring in with the Taurus season, reflecting both of these concepts, you know, the ox pulling the wagon with all its resources, all the nourishment for the land. So they may bring into the long haul what is really worth carrying that gives us joy, gives us nourishment, that gives us fulfillment in what we're building. And to also know that what we're carrying is going to bring long-lasting, stable foundations to keep rising higher in what we're balancing. So with Taurian energy, it's definitely about having a stable ground, having everything in arrangements for you to prepare anything that comes your way. So in our human experience, we can look at our physical body, our mental body, and our emotional body. And cultivating your energy for manifestation definitely means all of these aspects, these three aspects, have to work in a cohesive manner. So this goes to show that you've definitely seen the meme of you can work out, you can juice, you can fast all day. But if you're not emotionally clear and you're not mentally positive or healthy in terms of just regulating anything comes, if you don't have those tools, it doesn't matter how physically healthy you look. It doesn't matter how it looks. So this is the negative aspect of taurine energy where they want to look good and they want to make sure that makes themselves feel good. But this dismisses our inherent worth and our inherent quality. And this is the part of us that is always going to allow us to strive forward and motivate ourselves into anything that we are wanting to uh, experience. This inner motivation that we create comes from just knowing our purpose. And that takes you know, a certain amount of practice in terms of experiences, resources of relationships, inner healing work, as well as goals that we have to constantly embrace and refine in terms of the trials and tribulations. So all of this coming to say that once we do cultivate the energy, the clear mind, the certain energetic emotional charge to drive us forward, right? That joy, that peace, um, that passion that will sustain itself through any obstacle. That's what's important and when it's time to finally fertilize the ground. And this goes into the world of agriculture where when you want to build something new, we need to clear the land. So with cultivation, it's definitely becoming clear with your intention, becoming as clear as you can with your intention. And the same thing with clearing the land. And this comes with obstacles because you might have infestations of insects. The pH balance might not be right. Also understanding what is even accessible for you to grow certain crops of diversity, as well as the debris of maybe some rocks, some old roots that need to be pulled out of the ground. So, you know, also reviewing where we 
are still holding on to certain expectations of the past in terms of what our future success looks like. So for a moment, I just want you to think about all the times you were successful and how it felt to get to that side, to get to that finish line. And also just take a moment to reflect on the process you gave yourself mentally and emotionally to move through every step as you reach towards your goal reach towards your goal there were definitely some moments where you know it was uncomfortable or you overlooked things or you didn't want to look at it because you didn't find it important to the bigger picture of just moving forward with it and definitely in the society of instant gratification, we have a tendency to not appreciate everything that comes our way. And in my aspect, nothing is separate from you. You know, it's not about I in the moment or the moment and I. It's that I am the moment and the moment is me. And the more we can see that, the more we can look at all these obstacles as blessings rather than burdens that we have to conquer in a way and it's not really even about conquering it's about having a playful attitude about the challenges why because it's a everything is going to always teach you to love yourself more everything you do in life is giving you a blessing to be better and to rise higher right that if you want a hundred clients how could you possibly maintain that consistency if you can't or if you've never experienced holding one client or even 10 clients, right? Either one of those. So there's a experiential part that comes with reaching our goals. And there's definitely a humble, humilifying element in mastering ourselves and just knowing and to be open with our values and worth and to see each challenge playfully, knowing that it's asking us to embrace it and to purify it with our inherent worth because no matter the environment and the material values that you have being a true alchemist means that you completely absorb the experience shift it with your consciousness and turn into something completely new transform it into something completely new so every obstacle that i face in my life um now, I like to look at it and really appreciate it, take a thorough acknowledgement of what it's reflecting inside of me. Is it bringing discomfort, anger, confusion, sadness, anxiety, fear? These are the parts I'm still holding on to, and these parts are also influencing uh, how I manifest things, right? So an example I like to give, if I haven't given to it yet, is... Getting from one side to the other, how does it feel? Is it, oh, finally I got there. Oh my gosh, why did all those things happen? It didn't have to be so hard. Oh my God, I don't want that happening ever again. Or is it, wow, that was a very rewarding journey. I'm really appreciative of every lesson. I realize I need those things to truly appreciate and truly honor and care about what I'm actually going for and my worth of 
achieving my goals? Is this something that I really want? And will I always find open arms with whatever comes my way to keep moving forward? So this is bringing the elements of thoroughness, attentiveness, and definitely authenticity. Because without that inherent worth, none of these material values will support us. If we don't have that inner motivation, that inner inherent value of our purpose and what we want to learn, what makes us happy, and how to care and maintain our happiness through whatever obstacle, we're going to look at things as a burden more than a challenge to rise higher because everything is God and everything is giving you more of yourself. And the more we can look at it that way, the more we could face these obstacles and engage with them head on and not in a way where it's aggressive, but we're really embracing it and really allowing it to be a part of us, allowing us to be stronger allowing us to be better in our footing with each step and also finding different ways to balance ourselves as we find a rhythm in our process of manifesting our goals. So what's coming to mind for me is the example of conceiving a child to be born, to be So an example that's coming to mind is the conception of a child and there's a study that comes to mind about how the state of well-being of the man at that exact moment of conception is the most impactful part of the baby's genetic imprint. So you can have a very intelligent man, a very compassionate, kind-hearted, even strong-built you know, he got all the nine yards covered. But if he's conceiving the baby with the woman in a detrimental state, perhaps a lot of doubt, a lot of insecurities that day, maybe even a dark thought, and that's really something he's not processing, that cultivation of that energy is going to fertilize into the genetic imprint when the sperm inseminates the egg to become a zygote. And then the birth of the child, which is a reflection, the whole child's life is a reflection of what the parents have to realize within themselves more of. And as the child grows up, it's learning to fertilize its own dreams. And the way it's learned to fertilize is because you're teaching it how to cultivate its intentions, to be patient, compassionate, forgiving, virtuous, disciplined, open-minded, forgiving, and humble with the whole process of whatever life gives to them. And this is the same with us as we grow up, we get better at facing obstacles. And for me, I remember times where when I faced an obstacle, just like a farmer facing certain obstacles in the field, that I used to ignore it or push it out of the way or just shove it down and just step all over and just keep moving forward. And what does that say about one's energy? Aggression, um, not realizing that this obstacle or this wall or challenge is a reflection of them and it's a part of them.
and that action really shows that there's certain things inside of us that is influencing the way we carry our belief of how to be successful because definitely in this world of instant gratification we're so used to getting things immediately ordering things online making new friends uh, and dropping old ones and not really taking the time to see the lessons see the things that come up that are uncomfortable that actually allow us to love ourselves more and in this way we get to really see that when we take our time with the whole process of knowledge and gathering resources and tools that it's like a video game the closer you get to the final boss um, it's like a video game the closer you get to the final boss um, you know that you're going in the right direction so think about that whole video game that whole story we're playing in our lives in this chapter and how we're getting closer and closer but if we don't take the time to exercise these tools go through certain level ups, explore the dimensions of how to integrate certain tools together, our resources, the dynamicism of certain things that we can do to cultivate intentions if we don't allow these things to play with each other. Then we're creating separation from us and the experience. And we're really not seeing ourselves in certain aspects of what life gives to us to be better. So in this way, we like to be playful and we like to be, you know, very appreciative of what life is giving us to love ourselves more. And an example that I can give to you is this whole practice and mastery of sound alchemy that I know more than ever is going to be a lifelong journey. And that again comes from the inherent worth and value it gives me the happiness, the truth, the blessings of just loving myself and healing myself through the knowledge it's given me through different avenues you know 16 years old I didn't think that I didn't think I'd be sharing this on such a mass level of impacting people and it's definitely been a rewarding journey of so much of my own healing of my own inner experience that's allowed me to cultivate that wisdom cultivate that inherent value as I cleared the environment to cultivate more refined values, you know, using the decomposition of the old materials, the old uh, season, the prior seasons of success, and always finding new ways to cultivate. Because the ways you were successful before isn't always going to work the same way. And this is what I mean by instant gratification, that we're very used to the same way of getting things, though for you to reach a new plateau, a new level of your success means you have to think differently, feel differently, and perform differently. And one thing that I've been really being mindful of is the aspect of how we use stress as an arousal to get ourselves out of bed, to make breakfast of, oh no, I gotta get to work, or oh, I gotta talk to this person. And especially when I used to work at a restaurant a few years ago, that that was definitely a thing that stressed me, you know, to get out of bed, to get things done. But knowing that that's not the bigger picture, to knowing that it's not going to help to use stress to motivate me because once the day is over, I'm going to feel more stressed. And it's just because of the attitude that I brought into these certain 
challenges of my life, you know, that I wasn't financially stable in my own entrepreneurship at the time, and I need to get a, you know, a job in society in this manner. But looking back at it taught me so much about social skills, managing my time and energy for what's really important because I started to begin to enjoy having a routine because now I got to practice my self-care, practice my discipline, and also find gratitude and carry that joy into the workspace to find more gratitude and finding little moments to know how to appreciate what life is giving me that if I can get through this part that's unfavorable and I could learn to use all my tools of self-love and care to nourish myself and to also discipline myself to be stronger in any rhythm that life gives me as I reach my bigger goals that is so invaluable and that's what I mean by seeing your obstacles as you know blessings as seeing them as a way to love yourself more because the more you build upon the layers of doubt and self-criticism and hesitation, the more that process is going to cycle its way through when you want to start something new. And that's the point of being thorough with our cultivation, that we come very clear with what energy we're bringing in to fertilize the ground, the nourishment we want to bring into manifesting our goals. So this is the same aspect with a farmer, agriculturalist, that if you don't have the right pH balance, if you don't have the soil content to match what the crop needs to have a very fruitful and healthy harvest, then you're going to have some sick plants or plants that don't have many, that, that doesn't have as much nourishment as you want to have. And that's what I mean by cultivation again, that we are prepared for anything that comes our way in terms of the seasons and the cycles and the weather patterns of emotions that come that we understand the bigger picture and we stay focused on that motivation within us to keep us in flow to accept anything that comes our way to make sure that whatever we're building is coming with pleasure it's coming with gratitude it's coming with peace as well as enjoyment of what we're learning to be better for ourselves. And on a grand scale, it kind of reminds me of everyone's legacy. Because, for example, Dr. Seuss, he wrote many beautiful children's books, very impactful in the way that, in my life, I loved his books. And then I learned that he had chronic depression, and there are stories where, um, you know, his wife would throw him parties to celebrate his success. And he would be nowhere to be found in the house except for in his own room in the dark, huddled up by his table. And he would refuse to come out. So again, how do you feel when you get to the other side? What are you carrying with each step of success, each mark of hurrah to getting closer to your goals? And it's also the other aspect of certain things like Martin Luther King, beautiful, empowering symbol of liberation. But there's also these aspects of, you know, fidelity and cheating on his wife that came about. So how do we how do we mark 
ourselves in terms of success with how we hold ourselves up fully, mentally, emotionally, physically, and what we tell ourselves about our journey. Because when we die, it's about what we impacted on the earth, what we left to be further nourishment for others to cultivate. So with all these great leaders that we've had in our lives, it's definitely helped us it saved us a lot of our own processing just to use them as examples and definitely my own studies of sound healing and doing sound alchemy and subtle energy work age 16 I didn't think that I would be impacting people on this level like I said and just started off with simple mantras from the chakras and I remember one day when I was 21 almost yeah five years later that i heard this voice i call the divine and it said it's time and i was such a perfectionist at the time i heard this voice and it came so many times that i responded with no i'm not ready i have to get this perfect and the voice said don't worry about perfect don't worry about what you don't know yet you're going to learn more as you share and this is a part of cultivating that's important that we focus on our own dreams, our own worth, and we don't impose, we don't position our worth based on what other people are doing. We don't base our worth on how other people are successful, and we really take our own time because what is meant for you will always come. So there is no rush. There is a lot of beauty, and there's a lot of epiphanies, a lot of knowledge that comes when we really get to study the illnesses, the distortions, the fractures of our whole and complete being that want to merge into a clear picture because we carry those distortions. Again, we carry those things into every manifestation until we clear it, we nourish it, and we allow actually that part of us to be just as nourishing as everything else that we found prior. And that's what I mean by new success, that we embrace the darkness with every step that we reach these new plateaus of our existence and we have to challenge ourselves and embrace that part that we don't know and learn to master it so there is this humble humilifying part that's definitely correlated with the authenticity of our purpose why are you striving for what you're striving for why are you in a rush if that's the case if it's so important because if it's very important and it's really in your heart, then every step of the journey should be something that is filled with gratitude, filled with understanding that it's just teaching you to love yourself more as I keep repeating, because that's what I really believe, that we're not separate from the moments and the moments aren't separate from us. It's not about me in the moment or the moment in me. It's that I am the moment and the moment is me, that we look at everything that comes our way as a blessing to arrive higher to transcend into being more realized in our whole and complete being that we are capable of generating our own energy of really being still and cultivating charging ourselves up with the intentions to gather the resources to gather the right mindset and to execute properly so again going back to my sound alchemy journey that i'm on in those five years, I never thought of that. And it came with a lot of trials, it came with a lot of different realizations about myself um, that the sound brought. 
and I was always pertained to the authenticity of why I did it and why I did it was to give myself peace, give myself understanding, to connect deeper with my own being so I can be more fulfilled in my presence wherever I go with whatever I create, that my mental health, my emotional health, if that is always in a space where it can be regulated, cared for, and returned into heart-centered space that doesn't matter what comes my way, doesn't matter what the obstacles and challenges are, that I have the tools to build with them, right? That, like I said, if we face an obstacle, I'm not going to throw it out of the way, but I'm going to face it, I'm going to study it, I'm going to embrace it because it's bringing parts of me that are making me feel uncomfortable, whether it's anger, upsetness, depression, whatever the negative emotion is, it's a part of me that is wanting to have attention in this space because it's being brought to be highlighted through this challenge. And in that, we could bring that darkness, embrace it, and purify it with our motivation, our inherent worth, our belief to know that we are aiming for the highest frequency of our life and that each part of these is actually uh, a yay, you know, like, whoo! A part of me that wants to be loved, a part of me that's being acknowledged in this challenge and just knowing you're going to be more aware of that part of you and know how to alchemize it because that's what an alchemist does. It doesn't push things out, doesn't bounce it off itself and take any of it and take none of it, I mean. it actually, An alchemist, a true alchemist, absorbs the entire energy and shifts it with its own consciousness transforms and makes into something new that it can utilize for its own means and that's how I look at certain things that come into my life that it's always a way for me to embrace a part of myself <clears throat> it's a way for me to be more honest about It's a way for me to be more honest about what I want. And if it's something that you really want, you'll always strive for it no matter what. You won't give up. And definitely I've had doubts with my sound alchemy journey because of instant gratification. Not understanding the art of cultivation. That I didn't think it would branch into shamanism. It would branch into psychology. It would branch into psychic energy. It would branch into... Um, neuroscience and cellular memory and I didn't know how deep it would go into our multidimensionality and the sound medicine aspect of it didn't know at the beginning that it would go so deep and just knowing that I took this time to build a strong foundation of understanding sound and then getting into the more building this foundation of sound medicine and then building more advanced concepts of it I didn't know it would be a journey that would take me to this level of service and community and this is the important part of knowing how to cultivate your own intentions because when you have someone else or a group of people who know how to cultivate their own intentions this is speaking a quality of people who are dedicated to self-awareness, right? Because they know themselves, they know the parts they don't know, 
and they're willing to be open about how to better themselves, how to be better manifestors, be better creators of their lives. And this is like two farmers that are neighbors that share each other's techniques and resources. And it does come with a certain amount of trust and integrity and respect of each other's journeys. So the more you cultivate your own energy, your own love, the less you are focusing on what anyone else is doing and the more you're refining and dedicating to what is your self-value and what is worth striving for the long haul and dedicating that energy to keep rising into that highest frequency. Because there's times that we get distracted or we put our energy in certain aspects that don't allow us to thrive that feed into crippling ourselves, that feed into creating more debris in our world. And that's all beautiful. It is. It's all okay. Though it's about always choosing to do better and not making the same mistakes. And if we do, that's okay as well. It's just to keep in mind that as we cultivate and we learn to cultivate more, process the, our energetic fields, with more nourishment, more resources to handle any weather, that we come with an open mind with what's to come next. And this brings in the timeliness of fertilization, that once the land is cleared, once your intentions are cleared, once your energetic field, mind, body, and spirit is clear, then we can start nourishing the body. And this comes with also holistic health, that we want to realign our gut and we want to reinstate and redesign different gut bacteria. And before we even do that, we have to take detox. We have to give our body rest to rejuvenate. And this is such an important part of success that we take time to rejuvenate and rest to give ourselves a time to contemplate on our process, to make sure that we are in a space of not forcing ourselves because force is not a part of nature. As we can see, everything is working together and nothing is rushing itself. There's no competition in nature, it's actually cooperation. And that's coming back to the two farmers, that they're cooperating, that they can share resources and their harvest, and they could feed each other's family with different diversity of nourishments. And in this way, this is bringing more value to each other's lives because they both individually took the time to empower themselves with their values and worths and just getting really deeply rooted in those things before fertilizing. And the more you do that, the more you know the timeliness of when it is to do it. And that's like me with recording songs or me with sound meditations or taking on clients that I'm going to prep myself energetically, you know, work out, meditate, hydrate myself, be clean, become a clear conduit, a clear vessel to have the most potent and saturating experience for all of the colors of our being to come out as much as possible so it could be as fulfilling as possible for me and the other person. And definitely, there's definitely times where, you know, other departments of my life try to bleed into my professions. But again, that discipline, that self-care routine really allows me to focus on the bigger picture and connecting that with the flow of my inner motivation to accept that this is happening and it's not 
what I should be focusing on as a drive for my dreams. Focusing on the drive for my dreams and rather choosing to use trust, surrender, relaxation, pleasure, enjoyment, and knowledge as the drive for anything that I'm processing through each phase of the journey. So this the drive for my journey. So as we plow the ground, as we make the space, as we use our tools to prepare the land for fertilization, what are we fertilizing with? You know, these seeds. And that's what I mean by having this clear aspect between your mind, body, and spirit. That whatever we seed, it's seeded with a very deep focus and open energy to however the universe brings those lessons to help us be that sovereign creator, to know that everything does come from within, to know that if we take the honor of cultivating our energetic field, that our foundation can be deeply rooted in a stable structure of authenticity, an inherent worth and value that no one can take away, and a vision that is so powerful, so loving, that makes you feel alive knowing it's going to be worth it, and knowing that it's always going to allow you to push forward and to meet those obstacles with calmness, with acceptance of what it's teaching you, instead of pushing it out of the way. And naturally, things in our lives, all things in our lives are temporary, so having consistent charge of love and just pushing forward gently, pushing forward in your own rhythm, learning and trusting the rhythm that it does require also, because you are everything, right? So every rhythm is you, every song is you. So certain obstacles do require a different attitude, a different rhythm, but coming with peace. Because if it is temporary, it will fall away. Just like any vibration in our body that we have no longer of finding practicality and no longer serving us, that it just can't exist the more we become consistent on raising our vibration higher, that these obstacles just fall away. And that's even a bigger part of mastering cultivation, that those parts that fall away um, can also be used to further fertilize your grounds, right? That the lessons that come of it, the certain pain can become catalysts for medicine, for joy, for you to find deeper motivation, deeper values of what is really worth striving for. And I know I'm becoming redundant at this point, but I really want to bring all these keywords and different aspects as much as possible. Because with fertilization, it becomes just so much easier to manifest things once you prep the ground, once you have all the tools. And it's this art of cultivation that really allows you to acknowledge when you are in a state of clear coherence between your mind, body, and spirit. Because the more you know what that feels like, the more you want to honor that feeling, the more you want to sustain that. Because that's the best place to nourish yourself, to fully receive the things that you're learning, to fully receive the experiences that come with that knowledge. 
and it really allows us to honor that high frequency that brings so much prosperity when we do fertilize in that space. So this is bringing upon the aspect of divine timing, divine accordance, just trusting and being very present and thorough to know when some certain parts of us feel separate, when certain parts of us are not on the same page with this very high aspiration we may have of ourselves or any aspiration that we have, that we acknowledge what that feels like when we are clear, coherent, stable with our authenticity, with our inherent values, with all of these things that, that are essential elements to cultivating the most profound and fulfilling manifestation. And the more you honor that space, it's something that we want to keep practicing getting into and keeping ourselves in. And if we don't, that's where the self-care tools come in. That's where the discipline comes in. That's where the rest comes in. To know that there is progress in every step of the journey, every leg, and we're just learning how to regulate and manage our energy better in terms of any weather pattern that comes to play with us and our creative force. Because change is the only constant, right? There's always going to be something new. There's always going to be something to expand upon that we don't know, refine, become better, become more efficient at. And at the ground level of where we start a certain part, a certain role that we want to embody more here in society together, or for ourselves to be embodied here, at the ground level, it has to come with a clear intention of our authenticity, our inherent worth, and self-value. And again, especially in the society where there's instant gratification, you know, people rush through their lives, don't take time to cultivate intention, appreciate the lessons, all the things that come about, that there is a detriment of having existential crisis or an identity crisis, because we didn't take the time to really hone in on our creative force and what we want to create, and therefore we're cultivating our energy from other people's harvests, other people's dreams, and this can really lead to just a lot of what we're seeing now, depression, anxiety, because we didn't, we're not clear of we're not clear of the rewards, we're not clear of the cycle of rewards, we're not clear of the whole process. It's not about the finish line. There's always going to be a new finish line, there's always going to be a new horizon, there's always going to be a new day. So people are constantly chasing these checkpoints in their lives, but not realizing it's never going to end. And there's always going to be something higher to build upon, there's always going to be a deeper space to root yourself in that you have to when you're going higher in life. And you have to know yourself more and you have to know your own beliefs and you have to have that inner motivation stronger and stronger and that does take that dedication to self-awareness that does take that devotion to knowing that you are not separate from the moment and everything does come from within and that everything being welcomed into your life is just a reflection of a part of you that wants to grow and expand because the universe only responds it does not punish or reward so we have this belief of knowing that the universe is promoting our highest well-being having that attitude makes all of these obstacles and challenges look like blessings and furthermore at ground level all of these qualities as they deepen as they expand it can only be so because of these things if it's rooted again in material wealth material values 
then we're going to always be finding temporary things to build long-lasting, stable grounds. Because material values go away, the car, the clothes, the relationships, they're all temporary. So when we build our lives based on things outside of us, this type of cultivation is not going to last. This type of cultivation isn't stable. And this is where people have to slow down, be very thorough, appreciate and understand the whole journey of manifesting things because when time when it comes time to fertilize and you got you know <laughs> you're, the, if your man's is eating doritos and soda ladies i don't know what type of fertilization that is but it's not the type of fertilization i'll give to my lady that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> That's a big, that's a simple phrase that can go very deep with every part of your life. And <laughs> it also brings upon, just to bring everything together, long-term happiness over temporary contentment. That there's a story of, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this hotel that collapsed last year in New Orleans during uh, COVID because whole town that wanted Mardi Gras to happen and they built this new hotel to accommodate all the tourists but the way they built this building they rushed it there was a lot of money just invested into it it was not done properly even the construction workers who are working for it were like this is dangerous and if you ever seen the pictures or you're, you don't even know what I'm talking about it literally looks like this building melted like the way the rock just slid and crashed and there are people dead bodies that were still in there for months you know talk about cultivation you know talk about thoroughness appreciation understanding your environment understanding your intentions the impact you're making oh that's what i want to mention too the impact you're making with your cultivation as you clear the land are you aware of the environment? Who else is clearing the land with you? Who else is around you? You know, that when we look back at how we took resources, was it from selfishness, from greed? Was it from manipulation? Because these things will impact us later of how we think success will happen. And again, this is all based on external factors. Because the more you depend, or more so to say, the more independent you are on your own creative force, the more careful and caring and responsible you are because you just understand everything comes from within. So again, with that building, that thing crashed, that thing just was a sloppy mess. I personally saw it. It was really, really bad and they didn't clean for months. So there's an example of how not to cultivate, you know, an intention of building something for yourself and others to share in terms of your rewards or how you want other people to enjoy and share those rewards with you. Because it's really important that whatever value you bring to other people's lives, it's always coming from within you and you're never trying to take away from others because this is not cultivating, this is um, harvesting other people's energy that they've already cultivated. And it's great when there's consent and mutual exchange and abundance when it comes from greed, manipulation, uh, personal endeavors that don't pursue collective happiness or collective 
fulfillment, you know, that it's helping others, it's bringing people together, it's uniting people, then it's definitely not the cause you want from that type of drive. And there's also the aspect of another example with the building, that you could have buildings set in place and say a sinkhole happens and the whole building collapses. Now this is something that the builders of city planners may have not known or acknowledged. Maybe they did and they took the risk. Though regardless, that's the point of cultivating. That we're really thorough, we understand the risk, we understand all that, but is it worth it? And can we keep pursuing it knowing that whatever happens, that we will want to keep building towards it, the vision, no matter how many times it crumbles, that we keep learning how to build a stronger, more stable structure as we learn more of our inherent value and the more we spark that inner motivation to keep building and just like I recorded this it was an hour and my computer just somehow deleted it all so take that <laughs> as an example and with all that being said again just knowing that whatever sinkhole comes into your life to crumble you that's a blessing too, that's an obstacle. You have to start from ground zero again. And usually this happens in our lives, again, if there's no stable foundation of authenticity, self-value, self-worth, and we gotta dig deep into the soil and till it and find new nourishment, new contents, new ways of playing with the land and how we wanna prepare it for something better. Because every time we go down, what I see is that we miss something. You know, again, trusting and surrendering the process. If we do have to dig deep and go within and rest and take a pause, that is just as much a part of progress and manifesting your goals as it is pursuing it and directing it towards a material form of progress. But that inherent, innate progress the energetic cultivation to materialize things. You know, sometimes we miss the tools because as we rose up, we just want to rise up. But we miss that there were some treasures, some hidden rooms in the video game, in the story, some plot twists that we could have embarked on to get a different picture, to really see that as we rise higher, again, to be thorough, because you never know what could be a gem when we are used to seeing obstacles as a stress stimuli when in totality it's all a blessing it's all teaching us to love ourselves more so on this note i'm pretty sure i've done a lot of different angles and perspectives and insights just flowing off the top of my head with uh cultivation fertilization and although i recorded this uh before just like an hour and a half ago <laughs> I'm using that as an example to really let you know that if you do have the authenticity, <laughs> that inherent worth and value, you'll do what I do, which is I took a break, I ate some food, I hydrated, I meditated, got rid of the frustration, the residual, eh, <laughs> of having to do it over. And I found it so worth it just to practice this. So I hope you guys enjoyed this whole flow as I just focused on getting this message out there in the best way I can. And I will see you next time on the third episode of Archetype Reality. This is Huge Archetype. 
tuning out as you tune in deeper. Love y'all.